1: i could stay here forever carvana where car buying meets comfort meets convenience download the app or visit carvana.com today
0: hi guys welcome to not your typical with me not your typical fitness lover caitlin nolan it is a friday morning I was going to say that I went to spin, but I actually didn't go to spin because I got into the car. I called for them to put me on my bike and they're like, um, the class already started 15 minutes ago. So I didn't get to go to my workout this morning. And normally that would like upset me, but Honestly, I was just like, I'll find a different workout later on in the day. I feel like that keeps happening here. I just like don't know my routine here yet. And like I'm not familiar with like the class times at the spin class that I go to. I haven't found a gym for like lifting, which I need to do this week because I haven't lifted since getting here except for in my own home gym. But that's like not heavy weights. I only have 15 pound weights. But yeah, that was a little wrench in my morning. But honestly, I just like came home, had a coffee And played extra with Coco, so it wasn't a bad thing at all. But for today's episode, I really want to talk about just like this era of my life that I'm in. And it just has a lot to do with like self-care, self-motivation, slowing down, relaxing, and obviously finding like the best habits that make me feel my best. And someone that I really, really admire in the same space as me in social media is Rebecca. She's one of my good friends that I recently just met actually for the first time. Like I followed her for a really long time, but we recently met in person for the first couple times and she's just such a positive light not only on social media, but also in person. So I really wanted to bring her on. I actually just went on to her podcast too, so you guys can go give that a listen And a lot of you guys already listened to that one because we got so much good feedback from that episode like that conversation we had So I just thought it'd be fun to do another little part two Today we're gonna really talk about like self-care I want to talk about what she does for self-care and I think that you guys will really love this conversation So i'm bringing her on we're doing a few guest podcasts on not your typical so get excited. I'm a little bit nervous cuz I'm not like the best at like interviewing people, so we'll see how this goes, but I know that you guys will bear with me. So I'm going to bring her on and it's going to be a good episode. Okay, we have our wellness big sis here. I love that that's your bio.
1: Oh my god, thank you. Hi everyone.
0: <laughs> I love that because like I definitely get the big sister vibe from you. Like you're just very comforting and I feel like you're wise. But for anyone who's not listening, this is Rebecca. I want you to give like a little thirty second intro to yourself. I always like ask my guests just in case anyone who's listening's never like seen you before.
1: Yeah, well, hi. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Caitlin, for having me. My name is Rebecca. I have wellness accounts on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. I have a wellness podcast called the Rebecca Lee Podcast. Um, I am a holistic nutritionist, and I live in Los Angeles, but I'm originally from Chicago. And I'm just super passionate about everything, holistic health, wellness, balance, being your best self, um, you know, all those good things. And I love sharing everything that um, I can. And I know in my advice online, I feel like your page is just like
0: such a positive place. And I feel like I I've said this a million times to you. Cause we've, well, not a million times. Cause we've only met twice, but when we were hanging out, I was telling you that like, anytime I'm like, I need like a new recipe or like I was literally sick and I was like I feel like Rebecca would probably have like a highlight on her Instagram where she says like what she does when she's sick and I went and looked but yeah that's definitely like the vibe from you it's just like advice comfort and before we like get into the episode I do like three segments every single episode so we're gonna do that with Rebecca today I thought it would be fun because I feel like you have some good stuff all started off we usually start with what's your not so typical obsession of the week and I've been obsessed with chia seed pudding have you seen it on my story
1: yes I've been seeing you post that a lot I was like go Caitlin it's the best
0: it's so good I don't know what took me so long to try it but the recipe I was doing had oats in it too and I like love oatmeal and overnight oats so I think that's why I've loved it so much so yeah I've been doing like oat milk chia seeds oats and then maple syrup and it just like so good with like fruit on top and that's been my obsession this week i've literally had it like four times
1: it's also so good for you i really think it's like one of the best breakfasts like the best way you can start your day with chia seeds and fruit like that like the amount of fiber you're already getting in before i don't know 9 a.m you're golden that's gonna help so much with digestion
0: what's your obsession this week
1: well, I actually have like a few literally right next to me, which is funny while we're talking about, cause I literally just put this on before we started recording, which is this wild rose hip seed oil. Um, this one's from Evan Healy, but I really like rose hip oil in general, but this one specifically, I think is just so high quality and it's helped me with like any like spots or like discoloration or like, I don't is even know. Is it skincare? Know. Yeah. Skincare. Oh. So it's a rosehip oil. And like, I've talked about rosehip oil before. Um, but like, if, if you're listening right now and you don't use rosehip oil as a part of your skincare routine, like hundred percent add it, like that is how I achieve like glowy skin times hundred is rosehip oil. And this one from Evan Healy is like my obsession. And then sometimes, cause I also have this next to me. So I'm like, why not talk about it? Sometimes I'll put my ice roller on top. So like, I'll put on my skincare and like my oils and then I'll ice roll And I feel like it just like firms it into the skin. Like I'm literally ice rolling right now. And it feels amazing.
0: No, I have that exact same ice roller. (laughs) Like why do we all have the same one? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I got that from Amazon a couple of weeks ago. I'm obsessed with it, but I've never heard of the oil before. I love doing serum and then some type of like cold over top. It's exactly what you said. It feels like setting it. That brings me to my not so well, it doesn't bring me because we weren't talking about it, but my not so typical dislike of the week, something I just have absolutely not been loving is june gloom do you get june gloom is it
1: everywhere in california so it's mainly on the coast where you know we're mainly on the coast where we live and um so if you go more inland it doesn't exist like i called my sister yesterday and she lives in the valley she's like oh it's been sunny all week and i'm like what it's cloudy every single day here
0: right and i like like cloudy weather for like five minutes i think it's like cozy but I just love the sunshine and I'm from Arizona. So I'm so used to just hot weather 24 seven and the sun beaming on my skin. And I actually like it. Like it feels comforting to me probably cause I grew up with that. So the fact that we like moved here and then it's like also been gloomy is like such a huge shock to myself. So I don't know. I haven't been loving that, but at the same time there's like pros to it cause it's kind of like cozy and
1: cute. But yeah, I'm excited for the sun to come out. I agree. It's so funny because, like, growing up, at least for me, like, June is the best month or like one of the best months in Chicago. It's like, you know, getting warm Mm out. And then I moved here and I'm like, wait, June sucks. Why is this happening?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it's my birthday month. I'm like, can it just come out for like one day?
1: (laughs) Towards the end of the month, I think it will.
0: Yeah. What's your dislike?
1: My dislike lately, I don't know if this is like not so typical, but like, it's a big dislike, which has been my scrolling lately and i've made such a conscious effort to not scroll like this week i've just become so much more aware of it um and so for me what i'll do now is i set my i put my phone on airplane mode before i go to bed and then therefore when i wake up in the morning to like turn off my alarm i don't see all my notifications and i won't go on my phone for the first like 30 minutes at least of the day and i notice when i start my day not on my phone I'm less inclined to be like mindlessly scrolling throughout the rest of the day.
0: I love that so much. I've never thought to do that. This is why like I love talking to you. Every time you tell me something, I implement it in my life and I just like trust you with my life. But that is so (laughs) smart because it is true. Like when you go to like check the time, like something is gonna like catch your eye, like anything that pops up, it could be something so random. And I try to stay off my phone, at least like stay off of scrolling in the morning. So I'm going to start doing that for sure this week. That's going to be my goal this week. That's really yeah. smart.
1: Yeah. It's a game changer. Cause you just, you won't be tempted to even check your phone or like do anything. Cause there's no notifications.
0: Yeah. I love that. Well, oh, we have one more. I don't want to forget about our word of the week. My word of the week. I didn't think of it before. Do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, sure. So my word of the week, I'll say is peace. And I think that can be peace in a lot of different ways, like cultivating more inner peace, because I feel like my inner critic and like my inner voice has been, you know, inner mean girl voice has been a little louder lately than usual. And I'm like, you know, we need to counteract that with some like peace and some inner peace and just like more peace in my life. Like yesterday I went for a beach walk um, at like before dinner. So like 6, 7 p.m. And it was just so peaceful, like doing little things to bring more peace into my life.
0: I love that so much. I love that word. My word this week is going to be extrovert because Mm -hmm. I have some plans like this week and I have like the first event that I'm going to that I've never been to an event before. And like, normally I'm like, I don't want to go to anything. I'm like, talk myself out of things because I'm like, I'm going to be awkward or whatever, but I want to like give myself the chance to experience things. So I want to be extroverted this week and not let my introverted side take over but I feel like I've been doing like good at it since being here, especially with all of us when we went on the trip and that was so fun. So I just have to give myself like time to recover and like be with myself, but I'm like ready for this next week to see people and stuff like that. So that's my word of the week. Good, you need to give yourself more credit. I am so bad at that, but that's like why I always talk about like self-love and stuff because I literally struggle with it. So anytime mm. I talk about something, it's because I feel like someone else might be going through it too, percent. but you talk a lot about self-love too on your page and that is wellness, you know, like that is a huge part of wellness. So before we get into like our self-care habits and stuff for this episode, I want to just talk a little bit about like your wellness journey and what made you so passionate about wellness?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. And it's interesting because everyone I feel like has such a different story and such a different way of like kind of getting into this world. And for me personally, I think I went through a lot of challenging things that kind of forced me to almost get into this world of wellness. So it started, I would say my health journey around like in high school when I was like 16, 17 years old and like I grew up being super active. I played soccer my whole life. So like kind of fitness and being active was a part of my life, but I knew nothing about eating healthy. I literally grew up eating chicken nuggets and French fries from McDonald's every day. And I'm not kidding. Like that was all I ate. And so I started to get a little bit curious around like, what does healthy eating look like? What does working out on my own look like when I was in high school? Cause I was about to quit soccer and I took it. To the extreme, So I took it too far into getting like obsessed with, you know, counting calories, counting macros, um, a little bit of disordered eating, like working out too much, just like the whole nine yards. Like it started innocent at first, but then it just got way too, um, far. So that was one of the struggles where I had to kind of learn how to rein it back in and find my, my own version of wellness and health and balance and what that looked like for me. And through that journey, I also started to experience some other health issues. Like my gut um, was experiencing horrible issues. Like I went through a horrible gut health um, time of my life and gut health journey. And so through that, I had to learn how to heal my gut because no doctors helped me. So through that journey, I like completely learned about the whole world of holistic health and how to heal yourself. And I went through hormonal issues, so I had to learn about healing hormone like your hormones like gut like all these different things about the body I just started to learn and I started to like go down this um like deep rabbit hole of like wow how can I like you know heal myself from the inside out how can I um, work on my health from the inside out how can I look at my holistic health my mental health like all of these different things kind of just happened to me and it spiraled into me learning one thing which led to another which led to another and to the point where I'm at now where I like you know, love wellness, love health, love holistic health, but in such more of like a holistic balanced way. And that's what I share.
0: Yeah. So I like how you mentioned that there's just so many different parts to it, like mental health and fitness can be a part of it and how it's like your journey and everyone's is different. Also, thank you for sharing that. I know it's like not easy to come on and talk about your experience with wellness and also just like your journey with it, because like you said, there's going to be times like throughout your journey that aren't perfect or where you made a mistake or you Mm -hmm. look back and you're like oh I wish I didn't do that but you have to focus on the future so I know it's not easy to share so thank you for sharing of course and also like I said I love how you always include similar to like what I include how it's just there's so many parts to wellness and a huge part for me is self-care and self-love I feel like self-care and self-love for me go hand in hand what would you say is
1: like self-care to you yeah so that's That's an interesting question because for me, the way I view self-care, and I think I kind of see it in two different ways and two different lights. And the first way is that, you know, more of the typical self-care things that you'd see, like, you know, working out or meditating or journaling or bubble baths, even like, you know, the typical kind of self-care. But I also kind of view self-care as like the more deeper side of it, of like truly being honest with yourself and kind of giving yourself tough love in the moments that you need it the most, but you least feel like it. And I always say this, that self-care is doing the things you need the most when you least feel like doing them. And that is ultimately the way I view self care. So like when I'm in a rut or when I'm not feeling good or, you know, when I'm out of my good habits that those are the times where I least feel like doing the things I least feel like doing the meditation going for a walk the journaling but it's the times I need it the most and if you really are like focusing on self-care and bettering yourself and being there for yourself you kind of have to push yourself and give yourself tough love to do those things that'll make you feel better even when you least feel like doing it
0: I fully agree I think that's where it becomes hard you know like having a journey, especially in fitness and wellness, it's not easy all the time. And that's where people either lack like the motivation. And that's why you hear, like, don't rely on motivation because it's hard to be motivated when it isn't fun or when you don't want to do it, like you said. And that's where I like use the word like discipline. But we talked about this in your episode, like Mm -hmm. that word can scare people off, but it's just standing up for what you want for yourself. and exactly what you said. That was like beautifully put. And I just like love every time you say something, I'm like, yes, like I totally agree with that. Um, Thank you. What would you say for someone who's like starting their wellness journey, starting a self-love journey, self-care journey, they want to show themselves more love every single day. What's one piece of advice you would give them?
1: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. And if someone's just starting their own, you know, wellness of self love journey, I would tell them to listen to your own inner voice and to really get close with yourself and listen to your intuition, listen to your inner voice and let that guide you. Because unfortunately there's so much outside noise nowadays, and it's so easy to get caught up in anything else that is outside of you, you know, whether that's social media or friends or family or work or, or school, like literally anything, there's so many different things and distractions outside of you telling you what to do and telling you how to be and what to feel, but you have to cut out the noise. If you're really trying to get, you know, be on this journey, always listen to yourself. You know, yourself best, you know, your body best. And get like clear on that, like get clear on what that inner voice sounds like and let that guide you and and listen to that. I love that.
0: That's like another way of just saying like focus on you and your journey and not what other people are doing and don't compare Mm -hmm. what you're doing to someone else because something that even Rebecca and I, we talk about wellness all the time and we love the same things and we have a lot of the same views on health. But that doesn't mean that her routine is going to fit my routine and there's going to be things that I like that you don't like and vice versa. So it's so important not to compare back and forth. And yeah, I love that. Just focusing on what you truly, truly want
1: and listening to yourself and also like trusting yourself. Yeah. And another thing like to get like that, uh, to go off that point is that, you know, at different points in your journey and your self-care self-love journey, like you're going to also need different things and Mm -hmm. being okay with that changing. So that's what I mean, like being really clear with yourself and letting your inner voice guide you, because it can be different. Like you don't have to feel like you have to be so stuck in your ways forever. And you're going to have different seasons in your life that require different things. So really getting clear on that with yourself and like, what am I needing right now in this season of my life and being okay with that changing?
0: You're inspiring me to like just focus on me and like the season of life that we're in. Cause it's always changing. Like you said, whether you're moving or you're changing friend groups, whatever it is, like whatever period in life, if something hectic's going on, it is important to continue to change. And yeah, I just love yeah. that. Yeah. Well, let's get into the list portion of this episode. I thought it'd be fun if Rebecca and I shared like five to 10 altogether habits that we want to implement either. We already implement and we see a huge difference with it, or we want to start implementing it. So we both prepared a little list. Do you want to go like back and forth or should we be like all at once? What do you think? Yeah, let's do back and forth. Okay. You want to kick it off?
1: Yeah, sure. So one of my self-care habits that I already do, but would love to do more is spending more time in nature alone. And that one's huge for me. I mean, I love spending time in nature with others too. Don't get me wrong, but there's something so healing when you go to the beach by yourself or when you go on a walk somewhere pretty by yourself or, you know, you do, you go and ground, like you put your bare feet on the grass and you just kind of walk without your phone and just like really be present with nature and alone. That is so healing. Like that is my ultimate favorite, like healing thing to do whenever I'm down or I need guidance or like whatever it is, like I'll just go alone in nature.
0: Yes. I love that. I am not that good about doing things alone because I'm like always with Hunter or even like Coco, but I feel like if I'm with Coco, it's like the same thing, but I love like going on hot girl walks and being Mm -hmm. alone and I don't do it a lot, but I totally see a difference when you are by yourself. It's, it's just different. So I love that one.
1: Yeah. That's my challenge to you. Go yes. to the beach alone for one day.
0: You'll, you can hold it me to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, the first one that I said was meditate because I'm like not that good at meditating just because I have a really like I'm my mind is always moving hundred miles an hour. And also something with meditation, for me at least, is sometimes I get like frustrated. So if I'm like meditating or I'm trying to sit there and not have my mind go a million miles an hour. I'll get like discouraged because naturally I kind of have that like self doubt and like negative self talk. So like, I don't implement meditating as much as I want to just because it doesn't always go my way, but I really do like to meditate and I think it helps my mental health and helps me and my anxiety stay present and not be so like worried about the future. Cause that's where a lot of like my anxiety comes from is like always worrying. I'm such a worrier and like a stressor. So I feel like if I start implementing meditation more, because there was one period in my life where I was doing it a lot more and I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to try and start doing it more. And I'm talking like five to 10 minutes, maybe in the morning, cause any more than that, I get like super frustrated. So that's what's on my list. Do you meditate?
1: Yeah, I actually have meditation on my list too. So I thought I would just go off that. Yeah. Um, Meditation has been huge for me, you guys. Like I I'm the same way. I'll only do like five, 10, maybe 15 minutes, just like first thing in the morning before I even check my phone. And that has completely changed my life. Like not even exaggerating. I kind of got out of that routine. I would say like last month or so, cause I was traveling and whatever. And I noticed like how much of a difference it made on my life, like not doing it. So I'm, I've been implementing it again this week and it helps so much. And here's the thing with meditation too, that, um, I actually went to a meditation class not too long ago by open and I really liked the meditation teacher and he was so inspiring and I got to talk to him and this is like what he said about meditation it's not about not having thoughts because that's impossible right it's like he described it like this it's like if there's background music on right now or if there's a song playing and it's like telling you don't hear that song don't listen to that song that's impossible, right? Like it's just in, it's in the noise, like you have to hear it. And so it's not about not having thoughts. It's about like being the observer of the thoughts and kind of letting them flow and not reacting to them. And so that always helps me is that like, it, it helps me to stick with it because even if I meditate and I'm like, Oh, wow, my mind was racing. That's still better than not meditating and having a racing mind because you're still like flexing that muscle of sitting with yourself. It's not about the thoughts being there or not. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I remember like the first time I went to therapy, my therapist was talking about meditation and she was like, the most important thing is to just have like a positive (laughs) mindset. So, kind of like what you said, having or sitting down and meditating and being frustrated with yourself or not being able to sit for longer than two minutes is better than like not doing it. So I'm going to start focusing on it that way. I feel like that'll be helpful.
1: Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it can help Like, you know, if anyone listening to has a hard time doing it on their own, sometimes following along with a guided meditation, like an app, like open or headspace, like, or even just YouTube, there's a lot of great meditations that you can do that like help with that.
0: Yeah. The second one that I wrote is to set a cozy mood before bed. Because I'm not the best at this. Like, I always want to have a nighttime routine, but just by the end of the night, I like kind of fall off. So, I do really love like lighting a candle, dimming the lights, maybe taking a bath or taking a shower, putting on PJs and making tea. Like, I do love having a nighttime routine. And most of the time, I'll do like one to two habits. But I feel like I always have to like re-remind myself every couple of months, like, hey, you've fallen off your night routine and you love it when you implement it. So that's something that I'm going to be focusing on.
1: I love that. That's a great one. Part of like a good nighttime routine for me, this is like one of the third things I wrote, um, is journaling. So I want to journal more either like right before bed or first thing in the morning because I find that that just helps me so much. Like I did a really good prompt um, the other day and it was like, what thoughts or beliefs would I need to have or think um to become the version of myself who I want to be or to get to where I want to go and I don't know just doing that prompt and just like sitting with myself for a second and writing and thinking was so healing and I just think that's like the best form of self-care because you're devoting so much time and energy and attention to yourself which is what self-care is all about when you're journaling
0: yeah I wrote journaling too on my list that's my third one because I really love journaling. I feel like I keep falling more in love with journaling because the more I do it, the more that it just helps my mindset so much. And I'm a morning journaler and honest, I've been journaling at night too. So I wrote down that I want to hold myself to doing it both morning and night. Just because I love it. So maybe for someone starting out that might be like, okay, that's a little too much. But for me, I really do love it. So that's what I put on my list. And I feel like in the morning, I usually focus on like gratitude journaling, or maybe like, um, sometimes I'll do journals about like what I want in the future, or just like putting my brain in like a mindset that's positive. And then at nighttime, I usually like set my day up the next day, or like sit down and kind of like have like more of like a planning mindset to kind of like release everything before I go to bed. Love that. Okay, my fourth one.
1: I get we're already on number four, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Fourth one is daily walks or other form of movement. I know this one's pretty, you know, standard, walking or moving your body, but it, it really is true. Like I just joined a gym a month ago now, I think, and Just having like a place to go, whether that's like a gym or a class or even just like a walk outside helps me and my mental health so much, especially since I'm home all day. So going to the gym every morning or going for a walk before dinner, like I like going for walks at that time. um, It's just really healing and like listening to a podcast, like I listened to a really good one by the Skinny uh, Confidential um, yesterday and it was really good. So I don't know. I think that's a really good form of self-care, a good thing you can do for yourself every day.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I wrote down replacing one hour of like scrolling with something and everything you just mentioned, I feel like fits that perfectly. Like either going on a walk, listening to a podcast, maybe doing a workout class. Cause that's why I love workout classes. And I was just talking to my mom about this yesterday because I was talking about like, do I want to become a spin instructor or all this? And then I like, think about it. I'm like, that's the one hour of the day where I literally just turn my brain off. Like it's such a good feeling to go to a class. And that's like what made me fall in love with group fitness. So yeah, I love all those things that you recommended.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. That is really nice about classes like that.
0: Yeah. My fifth one, my final one is I want to start waking up before seven every day. And normally I don't like to like put any type of like time or like anything specific, but I really, really like to wake up early because I feel like I have so much more day and I do naturally wake up before seven anyway, but sometimes I'll like lay in bed a little bit longer, but I've noticed this past week, cause there's been a few things that I had to wake up for. And I just feel really good when I'm actually out of bed super early. And I either like take Coco on a walk if she's up or just like getting the day started really early feels good to me. And I think it helps me fall asleep earlier that's something that I always struggle with is I can never fall asleep at night, but I'm noticing the earlier I wake up, the easier it is for me. So that's something that I'm going to try out and just see if it helps me in
1: this period of life that I'm in. I agree. I love that. It's really inspiring because if you know me, you know, I'm literally have never been a morning person, but that is something I'm actively trying to change. And I live in the belief that no matter what's happened in the past, no matter who you were in the past, you can change it. So I'm now officially telling myself that I am a morning person and I woke up at 7am every day this week, which is huge for me, like really, really big for me. When I worked my corporate job, I had to wake up early because I had early morning meetings. Like there wasn't a choice, but now since I work for myself, I'm like, oh, I could sleep in and I could do that, that it's like so much harder to be on top of yourself, but um, I'm a morning person now, so why wouldn't I wake up? Yay, I'm proud of you. Thank you.
0: What's your last
1: one? So my last one is, um, we actually mentioned it or I mentioned it earlier in the episode, but it's another good reminder and that's doing the things that I least wanna do when I need them the most and just being honest with myself. And that is probably my number one you know, piece of advice when it comes to self-care is just really being honest with yourself and doing the things that'll make you Feel better when you literally least feel like doing them.
0: I love that. That was such a good one to end on. Seriously. Thank you so much for coming on because I love one, like picking someone else's brain and you just like learn so much, but like, I just learned so much from you and I love your mindset. So if anyone listening hasn't checked out her pages and like, you
1: just want more of this conversation, you have to follow her. Awesome. Thank you so much, Caitlin. This was such a good convo and episode. Like I, I really enjoyed it. Um, On Instagram, I am Rebecca Lee Health. TikTok, I think it's just Rebecca Lee with two A's as Rebecca. Um, YouTube's Rebecca Lee. And then my podcast is the Rebecca Lee Podcast.
0: Yay, I will put it all in the show notes. And also I always end with a journal prompt, but I really like the one that you shared earlier in this episode. So I'll put that in the show notes.
1: 100% do this journal prompt. I'm telling you, it's already helped me so much to like change my mindset. And that is what are the thoughts... I would need to think, or the beliefs I would need to believe to become the version of myself that I want to be, or to get me to where I want to go. So like thinking about your long-term goals, your visions, like what would you need to think? Like what would that type of, that version of you think about yourself? Would she think I am so worthy, I'm capable, I'm strong, I'm smart, I'm successful, or would she put herself down? Because ask yourself that question, because your thoughts will directly lead you to where you're going to go.
0: That's so true. Wow, I'm gonna do that one for sure. I'm gonna do that tomorrow when I have my coffee. (laughs) But thank you for coming on. I hope you guys enjoyed this little convo. Maybe more to come. Let us know if you guys want to have another part three. Definitely go check out our convo on Rebecca's podcast. It'll be in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening.